Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us today to work together with the energies flowing into the planet from the sign Capricorn. Each month we have the unique opportunity to be sensitive to the qualities and characteristics of one of these great lives who expresses itself through its ruling planets and accompanying ray influences. Change the universal characteristic of life. And while it is of value to the concrete mind to understand the details of these energies and forces, it is of value to remember that words and concepts are symbols and that we must ever seek to penetrate beyond the words to appreciate the underlying meanings. It's also important to remember that the results of these influences depend upon the response mechanism upon which they impinge. We are constantly changing, and thus we will react differently in the present moment with regards to the past and no doubt to the future. The Tibetan has said that Capricorn is one of the most difficult signs to write about and the most mysterious of all the twelve. He goes on to say that even the symbol of the sign had never been correctly drawn because its correct delineation would produce an inflow of force that would be undesirable. This symbol is also sometimes called the signature of God. So we have our work cut out for us today to try to bring these uh, thoughts together and to positively transmit them into the mental body of humanity. Let us take a few moments to calm our minds and to link up with the many groups all over the planet who are sharing today in this group service. We will then sound together the Gayatri, which is said to be one of the oldest and most powerful prayers of invocation. O thou who givest sustenance to the universe, from whom all things proceed, to whom all things return, unveil to us the face of the true spiritual sun, hidden by a disk of golden light, that we may know the truth and do our whole duty as we journey thy sacred feet. Capricorn is an earth sign and can express the extreme characteristics of both the best and worst of humanity. It is part of the Cardinal Cross, which gives the disciple in Capricorn that drive forward to initiate new projects, both material and spiritual. 
When the focus is materialistic, the man influenced by Capricorn can be ambitious, greedy, ruthless in his driving for it to succeed. This leads to the depths of crystallization, which then produces a shattering of the form in order to release the life within the form. When focus is spiritual, Capricorn is the sign where initiation becomes possible. When struggle leads to transfiguration and the initiate consciousness. In the New Testament, Jesus took his disciples, Peter, James, and John, to the mountaintop and was transfigured before them. This is symbolic of the personality being transfigured in complete soul infusion. Peter represented the physical body, the rock or solid foundation. James the deceiver stood for the astral body, emotions, the plane of glamour. John was the symbol of the mind. This episode revealed the nature of the third initiation, the transfiguration. We are told is the first major initiation from the standpoint of the hierarchy, the kingdom of souls, the fifth kingdom. It is safe to say that most of us have not taken the third initiation. So the idea of transfiguration is quite difficult to express. We can grasp transformation as the changing of one form into another. We put several ingredients together Add heat, and they become a delicious cake. We eat much cake and get fat. Transforming can be grasped. Transmutation is a bit more complex. Transmute desire into aspiration requires a definite shift in consciousness, moving from the centers below the diaphragm to the heart center. Transmutation is changing force into energy, the force of the personality in the energy of soul. Transmutation keys up the vibration and moves desire from one level to another. Transfiguration is a whole new ballgame. It moves the disciple to another dimension where the duality of personality and soul no longer exists. Personal falls below the threshold of consciousness. The Tibetan gives us a clear and simple definition of initiation when he says, Initiation is, in the last analysis, realization, recognition, the brain consciousness of various spheres and states of divine awareness, with a consequent life demonstration of its fact, the eternal fact. Because of this, the man thinks only in group terms, and does this automatically and without any consciousness that he is doing so. He expresses group integrity simply as part of his nature, just as in personality state and during the elapsing eons since individualization, he has thought only and naturally in terms of the separated self. <clears throat> The disciple turned initiate is now part of another kingdom, ready to assume responsibility as the world's server in Aquarius, the world's savior in Pisces. 
There are two great gates in the zodiac, Cancer and Capricorn. Cancer is the gate where the soul incarnates into the three worlds of the personality, the world of appearance. Capricorn is the gate where the initiate leaves the three worlds of the kingdom of souls. If achievement is not complete in Capricorn, the urge and ambition to incarnate leads again to cancer, and the wheel of rebirth continues. It is interesting to note that there are three signs which have the same planetary rulers, both exoteric and esoteric. Leo, the sun, rules on all three levels, exoteric, esoteric, and hierarchical. The disciple is totally subjective to the energies of love wisdom, although the sun in Leo does veil Neptune and Uranus. It seems that when a sign is ruled by the same exoteric and esoteric planet, the disciple has a good chance to recognize the higher aspect of that planet and its ray conditioning, thus facilitating the bridging of the gap between soul and personality. The Leo subject can move from an integrated and often self-centered personality into a soul-infusing leader and server. Scorpio, with Mars as both exoteric and esoteric ruler, disciple as the Hercules, can lift the hydra of glamour into the light of the higher aspect of the sixth ray to become ready for a directed purpose in Sagittarius and the trials of initiation in Capricorn. Capricorn has Saturn as its as its exoteric and esoteric ruler, making the climb of the mountain difficult and torturous. In the labor of Hercules in Capricorn, Hercules had to descend into hell and suffocate the three-headed bog, Sebes, in order to later unchain Prometheus, the symbol of vanity. It is said that three heads of Sebes correspond to cessation, desire, and good intentions not carried out to conclusion. It is the entire personality, physical, emotional, and mental, which has to be occultly killed, rendered inactive, before the mountaintop can be reached. Mars and Saturn are exceedingly potent in connection with initiation into the life of the hierarchy, kingdom of souls. They provide the disciple with pain and suffering, which is an integral part of humanity's path. There's a natural tendency for the disciple to want to flee pain and suffering, to move away from pain and move towards pleasure. The rays and the initiations, the Tibetan discusses mysterious purpose which has necessitated calling into activity the principle of pain. He states, suffering and pain are essential requirements in order to carry this purpose to completion. The capacity to suffer, which is distinctive of humanity, is the outstanding conscious reaction to environment of the fourth kingdom in nature, the human. 
It is related to the power to think, consciously to relate cause and effect. It's a process on the way to something dreamt of today. And when I say this, my brother, I mean just exactly that. The same ability to respond through pain is not to be found in the sense in which human beings comprehend it in any of the subhuman kingdoms nor in the superhuman kingdoms any more than it was found in the previous solar system or will be found in the next. It is related to an aspect of the creative intelligence and aspect characteristic peculiar to humanity. It is through the recognition and acceptance of pain that the disciple can develop compassion. It is interesting to note the Buddhist technique of Tonglen, which uses pain and suffering as fuel service. In this practice, pain and distress are absorbed in the in-breath. And compassion towards all who suffer the same pain is sent out on the outbreath. This fosters the development of inclusivity and unity with all of humanity. Saturn, as one of the four lords of karma, represents the power to think and to relate cause and effect. This powerful sacred planet transmits energy of the third ray of active intelligence, ray of aspect, the energy or characteristic of the fourth kingdom, the human. This lord of karma is the imposer of retribution and the one who demands full payment of all debts and who therefore condemns us to the struggle for existence both from the form side and from the soul side. Yet we are told that we are never given obstacles which we do not have the strength and wherewithal to overcome. This is somehow related to the fact that God is love, that the energy of love permeates and conditions all within our system, including our planet in which we live and move and have our being. So Saturn appears to create a wall between the fourth and fifth kingdoms for our protection, the gate within the wall only opening when we are ready. This pain and suffering is an integral part of the plan, which is based upon a purpose which we can only vaguely perceive. It is interesting that Tibetan remarks that esoteric Saturn cannot follow man onto this cardinal cross. The hierarchical rule of Capricorn is Venus, the sacred planet which leads the disciple onto the Buddhic plane where the hierarchy functions. This is the plane of the intuition where love is pure reason. It is the gift of the third ray of active intelligence to provide man with power to think to make choices. Karma, cause and effect, is the accumulation of choices, conscious or unconscious. Choices in line with the plan and planetary purpose create what we call good karma. Choices which seek to increase the sense of separatism 
and selfishness create what is considered bad karma. In reality, good and bad are relative terms. Choices called effects. Yet we are all part of a larger whole, and karma also refers to group karma, national karma, even planetary karma. We are all in this together, and the disciple Capricorn assumes karma, which goes beyond his own little personality. The Christ symbolized this with his acceptance of human karma, and through his acceptance of suffering on behalf of humanity. He was known as a man sorrows, acquainted with grief. It is said that Capricorn yard is the secret of the soul itself, and this reveals to the initiate at the time of the third initiation. It is at this time that the soul is admitted into conscious participation in the life of the hierarchy. The soul must face up to the past, present, and the preparation for the future. Capricorn is the sign of conclusion. If further progress is impossible, the disciple must descend once more into the valley of pain, despair, and death in order for a new cycle of effort can bring further progress and new levels of achievement accomplished. This is to mind the Tibetan's junction, transfigure life in terms of accomplishment. In Capricorn, the disciple has flashes of intuition, diffusing of the greater and lesser lights. Venus acts to fuse the different levels of the mind as the conveyor of three energy, and Saturn, working with the third ray energy, expresses the word of power, purpose, itself, and I. The line of rays 1, 3, 5, and 7 infuse the entire planetary leaf with the greater purpose of the solar system. And initiate joins the hierarchy to formulate the plan in line with that purpose. The disciple in Capricorn recognizes that all experiences are needed for initiation is possible. The depths of the valleys, the aridness of the deserts, the desolation of the vast plains, the rugged mountain paths, we are told Capricorn is a sad sign. It is a sign of intense suffering and loneliness, for these are the marks of the initiate. Yet we are also told that as the initiate moves into Aquarius to enter to world service, that joy is the characteristic of his endeavors. He realized that pain and joy are synonymous when service to others is the goal. He learns the lesson of the Christ who willfully took on the suffering of others to lift and heal. Cyclone Capricorn uses his creative intelligence to surmount his trials. He avails himself both with restraint and persistence of Saturn and with the illuminating light of Venus. The common saying, necessity is the mother of invention, is interesting in this context. Problems cause the necessity 
of creative solutions. This is the blessing of karma. We all get another chance to make things right, to perfect the ways and means, the techniques to move ahead, and to prepare for the time when the fifth kingdom and the fourth will be more closely integrated. Humanity is now faced with global problems, not just isolated ones, which can be put aside and swept under the rug and ignored. Climate change, pandemics, global imbalances in wealth distribution result in the crises of vast movements of population fleeing devastating poverty. The disciple of humanity is facing crises of Capricorn as it prepares for the increasing potency of Aquarian energies, the approaching externalization of the hierarchy. Important choices must be made, and the required political will applied. Humanity all has to face the dweller as well as the angel of the present, while making up the complex duality is the human family. The new group of world service was created by the hierarchy in response to the vast numbers of aspiring disciples moving forward on the evolutionary path. The coming new age will be one of group work and group initiation. The hierarchical methods and techniques are being adapted accordingly. The millions of serving groups are testimony to the success of eons of struggle and pain on the part of individuals seeking light and achieving. The future groups will be climbing a mountain in Capricorn in order to enter the gate consciously cooperate with the hierarchy. It is said that India is ruled by Capricorn. In the nation with great extremes, widespread poverty and degradation alongside the heights of spiritual attainment. It is the world's largest democracy and projected to be the most populous nation in the future. One of the five planetary centers, less of energy, is located in the area of the city of Darjeeling, India. And one can imagine the time when this large part of humanity will contribute even more to the work of inclusivity equality, and justice for all. A good example of someone born in Capricorn and who personifies its quality of discipline and persistence is the late theoretical physicist Stephen Hawking. Suffering from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, that wasting neuromuscular disease which confined him to his wheelchair, and made communication possible only through his computer, became famous for presenting to the general public, in an understandable way, the most abstract and far-reaching theories of the universe. Through sheer determination and tremendous personal will, he served. It is interesting to note that he had Aries rising with his keynote of coming forth from the mental plane. A few quotes from this extraordinary server indicates that the energy and light of creative active intelligence radiate from him. 
He defined intelligence as the ability to adapt to change. His sheer will to continue, he expressed by saying, however difficult life may seem, there is always something you can do and succeed at. Hawking gave three simple bits of advice by saying, one, remember to look up at the stars and not down your feet. Two, never give up work. Work gives you meaning and purpose and life is empty without it. Three, if you are lucky enough to find love, remember it is there and don't throw it away. When asked what was his goal in life, he replied, My goal is simple. It is complete understanding of the universe, why it is as it is, and why it exists at all. Capricorn indicates that the way is disciplined, tempered by love. The word of personality states, let ambition rule, and the door stand wide. To the very depths of matter the soul plunges, until crystallization shatters the form, and the disciple, as the soul proclaims, lost am I in light's pernal, yet on that light I turn my back. For the initiate, service always comes first. So let's now get down to work, using the meditation outline, letting in the light, and the keynote of the soul, lost an eye in light supernal, yet on that light I turn my back. Group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the new group of world servers, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. I am one with my group brothers, and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. And may the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them.
alignment. We project the line of limited energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of San Kumara, and towards the Christ at the heart of the hierarchy. Extend the light of light, Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. Higher interlude. Behold the contemplative mind open, the extraplanetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity, gradually coming into alignment and interplay.
meditation, we reflect the sea thought, Capricorn, lost on my in light supernal, yet on that light I turn my back.
Precipitation, using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and will to good pouring throughout the planet, becoming anchored on Earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. We use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation. Ambala, hierarchy, the crust, and a group of world servers, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, physical centers of distribution. Thank <laughs> you. 
the lower interlude. We focus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. Together we sound the affirmation, in the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. We visualize the downpouring of spiritual inflow released from Shabala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ.
distribution. The grey invocation is sounded. You visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. From the point of light, within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love, within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the matters know and serve. From the center, which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the land on earth. Thank you, friends. 
time of the full moon in Capricorn, this time is at is this evening at 23 hours 48 minutes mean time. And we look forward to your joinings next month on Wednesday, February 16th at 1830 mean time for the full moon of Aquarius. Thank you again for your participation. It's always valued and appreciated. Have a good evening or afternoon, depending on where you are physically situated, and we'll see you next time. Good night.